Unique arched windows are set in both of the doors before you, but more interestingly, as you glance up, you notice six smaller versions of these windows lining the top. You look curiously for a moment before noting the clean coat of stain on the doors. Brown, but like rich and deep. Placing your hand on the black iron handle, you depress the small lever and the door catches for a second before groaning open. On the last episode, you guys uh, tried to help underage drinking. Uh, Frosty left the party to try and get you guys an audience with Mrs. Claus. You bought a child a chocolate malt. And that, that, that was actually more or less it. There was a... Oh, and also, very importantly, uh, there was a strange, like, street preacher, protesty, speechy kind of thing going on about how the magic should not be hoarded. Which is a politically divisive topic in the area. You guys are now sitting around the table, nursing your respective beverages, alcoholic or otherwise, and you're going to figure out your plan for your next move. You've told someone important about what has happened and what must be stopped. But all of you have, you know, different experiences of what happened in the next three months. What's your plan? What needs to be stopped first? Now is the time to figure out your forward momentum. Alright. So we have the Grimschlins that we have to take care of that we know about in the Rock Candy Mountains. Yeah. I can't let anything happen to Frosty. Of course. So that means if he has to go for the Yeti, I don't know. I'm going with him or he doesn't go. Well, I think there's a few there's a few options, right? If we take a larger party, we we might not have so big a problem with the Yeti. Mm-hmm. We only had a small party before because we were doing a scout mission. Now we know there's stuff there, so we can take uh, forces to, you know, commiserate with the threat. Okay. Uh, we also know that the keepers uh, are planning to assassinate Santa, so we can, you know, maybe do something about that. A a Santa snake. (laughs) Yes. You can't spell assassinate without Santa. It's true. Thank you. Carry on. Did you just call me luggage? (laughs) Um. (laughs) That's such a dumb joke. You are quite smart. Hey, got you though, right? Not polite to say, but it's not untrue. Okay. Look, we've all got our baggage. Ouch. <laughs> so it's not. We can unpack that later. <laughs> I'll try to be brief. Uh, <laughs> like a briefcase. That's no. Way. I got it. We were there. We were crushing. Thanks. It. All right. Stuff in a sack, anyway. guys. We got to finish this episode. <laughs> that's an awesome <laughs> specific one, but I still like it. Okay, so um, it depends maybe on what uh, Frosty can do uh, as far as maybe getting us an audience with Mrs. Klaus. But You know, this all all these things seem like they're for the good of this you know city and for things that we care about. But what about you two? There's got to be a reason you two got sent back as well. 
like we were there? Yeah. We were there. That's a That's good true. Point. So when you were there though, was there anything you didn't that was bad that you wanted to change? I mean like pretty much everything was bad. Hmm. Uh I liked like carving stuff, that was pretty cool. Um, I didn't like that there was hardly anyone, like, happy ever, you know? So maybe, like, that's what I'm supposed to do is, like, make people be happier. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good goal. Yeah. 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 Haley. She's got a milk mustache as she kind of, like, jerks up to attention. Is it a full milk goatee, though, because of how yes. they drink? Yeah. Just all snoot. All snoot, no boot. That's on a t-shirt. <laughs> Is there anything you need to get done? You know, maybe um, maybe you can get us an audience with the good uh, reindeers? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably, I guess. Sure. Like, um, your, your dad is Comet, right? Or is your uncle or something? Yeah, we're, we're related. No, I know that. I don't remember how. Well, remember, that was, if, if you'd ask my mom's side, then it was, like, mm -hmm. her brother and the, you know, and then his brother, and then, like, up the, it's, like, that way. But then if you ask my dad, he's, like, the other way, where it's, like, cousin and an uncle and like that was how we related and so yeah okay so it's if, if you was to try to say like hi and then you would say grandpa comet or uncle comet maybe or hey dr comet who's my dad's chiropractor we just say uncle it makes it makes it easier to say uncle but also i was looking for my uncle rudolph too oh Whoa, like, your uncle's the dude from the story? Yeah, but he's, like, my great, great, like, again, we just use, like, Uncle and Ox. Like, it's confusing otherwise, but, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what an uncle is, so, like, I agree, that's probably less complicated. It's, like, just someone you're related to that's a boy. Oh. Here's my uh, here's my uncle dad and my uncle brother <laughs> and my uncle grandpa. That's exactly how yeah. Spruce is gonna refer to anyone that he finds out he's related to. You know what? That's that's good enough. So, uh, Jack, I don't know. Maybe we. Um, I think we just have to wait and see what Frosty says. We need to figure out what we're gonna say to Mrs. Claus. Oh, if we get an audience? Yeah. Well, I think we just have to tell her the whole thing. Everything. Uh, she will be familiar, of course, with the spirits of uh, Christmas's past and present and yet to come, so... You can tell her she smells nice. People like that. Oh, well, that, of course, goes without saying. That's my favorite compliment when people meet me for the first time. <laughs> I'm gonna look blankly at Hallie. Or at Haley. Shit. I will... And it's after... Hallie, I think it's supposed to be. <laughs> oh, I thought it was 
because it's named after the Hale Bob Comet. So oh, I thought it was Haley. Is it Haley or Hallie? It's I've been going with uh, Hallie. I'll actually ask. I'll say, hey, look, we had a woman here. She used to run around the village. Her name was Holly, uh, Holly Bell, and then there was Haley Bell. They were sisters. What are you, are you Haley? Are you Holly? Are you Hallie? What are you? Oh, you can, I, Hallie, but you can use any of them. Okay. That's cool. You got okay, Hallie. Sorry. A name you can say three different ways. That's. You can say four like different that. ways if you find one. Holly likes the night. That's just that's that's just my my normal name. It's not like it's not my other name. Other name. Do you have name? another name? Yeah. Like your middle name? Like a sixth no. one? Like no. Like don't you have like a name that everybody calls you and then like a name like when you're in trouble? Yeah. Most people just call me Pocklebell, but it's uh, if I'm in trouble, it's Johan Pocklebell. I don't get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I really love the idea that Spruce's inner monologue is like, I took a moment and thought about whether or not I should respond to her with verbosity or simplicity. And then, like, at what comes out of his voice is, yeah. <laughs> I just love that idea so much. Internally, it's like a, it's a fucking noir, like, detective film. Like... <laughs> this dame was walking in six feet of legs. <laughs> I know that that's the kind of phrasing they use in those noir, those yeah. noir things. But the idea of a woman with six foot long legs, this horrifying flamingo woman. If she runs, it looks like Siren Head. Like. Oh. oh God. Oh, God, Slenderman's got nothing on Long Legs, Long Legs Gale. <laughs> long Legs Gale, that's what they call it. Uh, we're gonna run another Guild of Granddaughters game, and we're gonna meet an NPC whose name is Long Legs Gale, and no one will understand why I am losing my entire life. <laughs> I'm not making a note right now, you are. So you're going to finish your drinks by the time that a familiar form comes into the bar. Frosty kind of like awkwardly sidles through the crowded bar. He's a bit of a beefier person, so he's kind of trying to not knock over everybody's, you know, stuff and bump into people. And he just kind of like shimmies his way down into a crouch at your table. Unfortunately, it appears that... Mrs. Claus has an audience for the next two days. Uh, who? Um, one she wouldn't say. The other was an elf from a land not far from here, from the forests. Start shaking my head. That is... One of the keeblers? Yeah. Uh, yes, I believe that that was what he identified himself as. This is where it starts, Frosty. That's not good. His name was Hebler. Fuck. Hebler He's got Hebler? a stupid is fucking name, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I already hate this guy. I already know what he wants. Power and a new fucking name, and he's not getting either one. things. <laughs> <laughs> a list of demands. It's very long. One, access to the magic! Two, a less ridiculous name. 
three! A voice that strikes fear into our enemies! Not this one. <laughs> Anything but this! Do you know how hard it is to date with this voice? Girls on tinsel won't even click. Did you say the uh, the girls on tinsel? Yeah. I was also trying to think of a good Tinder reference. Yeah. That one, that one is the one. That is A plus. You're welcome. So it's T I N S L. Beautiful, Nate. Yeah. I adore you. Perfect. Brilliant. Glad I can help. That's also canon in this world now. There is Why a dating yeah. app called Tinsel. Hell yeah! It's a jail and a dating <laughs> Yeah. I thought it'd be good. That's why they refer to her as the old ball and chain. <laughs> hey. Oh. hey. I get it. You, you swipe nice and naughty, by the way. That's Naughty is, however, the, the kind you that want. you want to yeah. date. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, she looks nice. We don't want that. Tinsel's a really saucy dating site. Yeah, it's real bad, yeah. Are the elves okay? <laughs> they got nothing to do for one night a year. Only one night a year is a little bit... They're working the other 364, so... It's the most Pirates of the Caribbean-ass plot I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have heard the news of the audience with Hebler Keebler. The name also, or the, the incident? So both. Yes. Both pretty bad. I... You know what? Let's catch him when he's coming out. Santa hates me anyway. Maybe I should just break in and demand an audience or just yell to Santa hates over. you? Yeah, wait. Yeah, roll that back. Yeah, look, it, he, what? Uh, says, look, that was a... I wrote a song like 500 years ago that so got wrongly associated with the holiday. It was good, though. He's kind of mad about it. And he holds a grudge because he's only awake one day a year, so... Paco Bell, Santa doesn't hate you. Okay, well, he tried to hit me once, so... Sa that was an isolated incident. Yeah, you did I deserve it. it. An icicle incident, because he hit me with a big icicle. Yes, it was an isolated incident. <laughs> Icicle-lated. We're telling the same joke, I think, but anyway... You didn't ride the icicle. Me. You didn't even bleed. No, it was bludgeoning damage. Yeah. It's so, I'm sorry. Jack, are you implying that we break this man's knees when he comes out of his audience? Well. Be easy enough, right? Right. You no, the ease of which is not my concern. Good question. Can I ask my question? Um, why don't we just leave a trail of cookies so he walks away and then we take his spot? I don't know if that would work. That might work. So keep us a kind of cookie fanatics. It's what are the hallmarks? No, that's, that's another different... tribe of elves. <laughs> so hallmarks? <laughs> yeah, they only make cards. They're on the other Alex, side of the Alex channel. Had the same joke, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's one division of the toy shop. So it just makes the cards. <laughs> It's a very schmaltzy division. Yeah. They're always crying. Telling just stupid jokes. I'm right here! 
What? Hi, sorry. I identify as both of those things! <laughs> I am always crying and also telling stupid jokes! I, said, I didn't know you were in the Hallmark Union, I'm very sorry. We call it the hallway. Anyway, your plan to uh, murder slash maim slash interrogate Hebler Keebler. Or, as Hallie recommends, leading him away with cookies, ideally into a box that is held up with a stick and you guys hold the string. A classic. Okay, Frosty, look. We've both done things we're not proud of. Desperate times, right? So, would you be okay maybe with this until things escalate? Can you detain Mr. Keebler on the way to Mrs. Klaus's chambers? And then we get time at least to go speak with him. I don't know if she'll be very amenable to talking to you if she's expecting one person and... I don't expect her to be, no, but I'm hoping that she'll, even if I have to shout it, listen to reason. So you guys, are these, Frosty, my dude, hey, like, it sounds like you're not real up on, like, what these new, like, the Keebler dudes, right? That's what they're called? Yeah. You're not up on what they are? Like, who they are? Unfortunately, no. From how you all have described it, you all have lived three months into the future where I have not. Well, some some of us, yeah. Uh, but, like, do you think that the great and powerful Mrs. Claus, would she be up on, like, what these guys look like? We are trying, from my understanding, Paco Bell is trying to explain to Mrs. Claus all of the things that you explained to me. I wonder if it might be better to try and take things out at the source, as it were. Chad, dude, so, like, these guys can, like, get that little feller, um, and then I can, like, look like him. I don't know if his clothes are going to fit, but I'll try it. Uh, you guys, I don't, was... think, I don't think yours would fit me, Paco, or um, really anybody else in here. Maybe, Jack, but you're svelter. Uh, yeah. Helter svelter. <laughs> I'm a lean pocket. Pretty, that's a good Twitter handle. I... You are misunderstanding. It Was the problem the Grinchlings, or was the problem the Keeblers? Hey, both. Both. Which came The Keeblers first? killed Santa. The Grinchlings broke into town. After the Keeblers. Yeah. Right. Right. It wasn't this one Keebler Keebler that did this. It was more of them? I don't know if we ever knew. Well, yeah, I think he he brought more. They this brought more. just absolutely enraptured with all this. Just like, whoa. We could make it so there are no more. Whoa. That's this idea. That is an option. I'm not saying it's a good option. Seems naughty, but I don't know. Maybe. Look, I'll I'll suffer one year on the naughty list. My concern is that ultimately what we are doing is some form of an act of war, no matter what we do. Even the cookies in the box? 
That would make him a prisoner of war, yes. What if we just keep putting cookies down until he's too far away? I feel like that's probably some kind of weird exile punishment. What happens when he runs out of cookies? Then he comes back. It's like 20 minutes. Like, he's making the decision to keep eating the cookies, man. Like, we're not making him do it. We're just like... We're just, like, giving him the cookies. Yeah. Yeah. What if we did, like, a combination of both? We put the cookies out, brung him to a box, trapped him in the box, but still gave him cookies so he wanted to stay. I'm sorry, are you implying that you are going to Stockholm Syndrome this Keebler elf? We're going to do what we have to do, Frosty. I can't lose you. That wasn't Frosty. That was the voice in the sky. (laughs) We're going to stalking home syndrome him. Yeah. Stalking. Frosty's going to kind of put put his his hands together and put them against his mouth. And then he's going to go, all right. I think it is good that we have a plan to bring Mrs. Claus into all of this. I believe we should have a backup plan to deal with this ourselves as well. There is no guarantee that she will believe us. No. There's not. This this is the peaceful route. If we can get enough, you know, people in power to help us before the war starts, then hopefully the war won't start. If she won't help, and if Klaus forbid, Dancer has told the wrong people about what's happening then we might have to start the war ourselves if it will save Christmas I'll burn down that whole Keebler tree I don't give a shit is there anything that we can do you said that the magic died I've been thinking about this a little bit and how they solved the magic afterwards is they used the dead bodies from the last war to somehow rejuvenate the well. I'm... What? Yeah. No, Uh, explain everything about that. Um... Dark times, Frosty. It was... It was in days. The graveyard. You know the graveyard out there? Where the bodies are? Just frozen to the ground? a frozen waste. You know the one. It's becoming very snow piercer. So frozen dead, it's it's between it's between Cometwood and Vixwood. Outside so outside I am remembering. Yeah. Well somehow this magic stored in it like firewood, and if you burn it or something, it makes it a fire. There has to be a way to do this that does not require profaning the dead like kindling. Yeah, I think we're describing it. That was, you know, the end times desperate measure. I was thinking, though, if we... You're right, Frosty, I don't want to use those bodies. But... Maybe one or two could buy some time. Santa has to wake up early. What do you all want to do? 
We have to talk to Mrs. Klaus. All right. What is your plan? How will we get... Oh, are we doing the cookie plan? <laughs> How many cookies do we have access to? How many cookies do you have in your inventory? Uh, I have a mess kit. Can I just say that? Or rations. For a, <laughs> Whatever. Uh, rations. Each ration could be three cookies. <laughs> I have three. You have one ration? Yeah. <laughs> what have you been snacking? Dude. How do you leave one ration? It was hard times. I was depressed because of Frosty. <laughs> I was eating a lot, so I don't have. But yeah, each ration can be three cookies. I could lead him about 15 feet if we place him every five. <laughs> Hallie's gonna go to, like, she has on her, like, kind of, like, a saddle bag sort of thing, but on the front is, like, a belt that would normally be on a reindeer that jingle bells would be attached to. There are no bells attached to it. It's just like the fabric. And she'll reach back like with her mouth and pull out like box after box of cookies until she has 30 cookies laying on the table. And she'll just keep piling them up like one at a time with, like, if no one stops her. I would think we got some... We might have enough why cookies. Did you, why do you have all these cookies? Food. Okay. I was going on an adventure. Okay. What if we found this elf on the way to Mrs. Claus? You just you made him follow the cookies a different way. While he's distracted, Paco Bell, you head in to see Mrs. Claus or Spruce if you're going in as the uh, the disguise. Maybe both of you. Uh, that way we have that elf distracted. And another team to take his place in the Mrs. Claus. I don't think we can both go. I think we have to pick one. Well, what if Spruce gets you through and you do the talking once you're in there? Yeah, man. Like, I can just say that, like, I met you on the street and I wanted you to be my on, on, guy who comes in with me. Yeah. Babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> the entourage? Okay. Attaché, I believe, <laughs> is the word. Bless you. No, that's another kind of luggage. You're so cute, Frosty. I know how enamored you are with my knowledge of words. Yeah. It's... The way they come out is just like... There must be some magic in you. I, my understanding is it's in the hat. No, it's in the hat, Jack. It's, it's in the song. Yeah, that's what all you guys see. But I see it right here, Frosty. Right here. And I... Poke him in his one of his buttons. He's going to like gently place his hand over yours, giving you guys this like intimate moment. You're feeling like warm inside, despite the fact that you're frozen and you know. Cold it's the only that. warmth I like. The Love. only warmth that brings you joy. Yeah. So now you will begin to set up this plan for your cookie espionage. Snicker distraction. There's something there. Like there's, there's something. There's snicker bamboozle. Whoa. Double O snicker. Regardless, cookie pun here. Insert cookie pun later. Um, we're gonna go ahead and move forward. You guys are going to travel down to the well, and you're going to notice as you travel down, there's going to be this beautiful crystalline staircase that winds along down the well. 
you're going to see the magic flow beautifully and ethereally through the crystal of both the well and the staircase. You wrap around it, going deeper and deeper until you come across a door carved of what appears to be pure ice inlaid with light. The door opens easily, despite the fact that it has no handles or locks, or, for what you can see, hinges. The door opens to a bustling workshop filled with elves, but you know that this is a smaller division. There is a secretary that sits before you, stacks of papers on her desk. Before her sits another elf, clad in what appears to be clothes woven out of pine leaves. There seems to be someone else waiting, but they do not raise their head or acknowledge you. They simply sit in one of the reception waiting chairs with their head down and a hood. Alright, Hallie. Go do it. Do the cookies. Do the cookies. Do the cookies. Alright. Uh, Hallie will attempt to start taking cookies out and, like, shaking the, the, like, box or whatever they're in just to drop one on the floor. We all look at the <laughs> at the elf to watch to see if he goes for the cookies. I'm rolling to see how this goes. <laughs> He doesn't appear to notice, though a couple of the elves around him seem to. They're wondering why you're throwing cookies on the floor, man. Hallie will back up a few feet and drop another one, and then just wait. You got this. Almost worse! He doesn't seem to notice, but you do see one of the other elves come up and take the cookie and begin snacking on it as they mosey off. Because floor cookies are fair game, as is the law of the North Pole. It's true. Hallie's gonna walk up to him and drop the third one right in his lap. This one decidedly works. He notices the cookie and starts for a moment. He picks it up and begins snarfing it down with glee and joy. He looks up at you. Hello there. Hi. You, uh... Got any more of those cookies? I do, yeah. You, uh... Can can I have them? Yes. But we have to follow this trail. What trail? I'll, I'll show you. Okay. And then Allie will just start leading him out of there. And every, like, once in a while, grabbing more cookies and, like, dropping it. But as they get further, like, dropping them less and less because she's running out. (laughs) (laughs) He is going to follow and each time pick up a cookie. Where are you taking him? I haven't thought about it. So she's going to (laughs) travel as straight of a line she can until she hits the barrier of, like, the snowflake and then just turn right and continue along the barrier. That's her only plan. (laughs) What are you guys doing? Because I don't think she's got enough cookies to get her to the barrier. 
as they pass us, I'm going to look at Spruce and uh, Paco Bell and say, hey, give me your cookies. Give me your cookies. I don't. Okay. Yeah, Spruce and digs I, them out of his pack and is like, all right, good luck. And I'm uh, Frosty, do what you want. And I'm going to take off following. All right. So that leaves uh, Paco Bell, Spruce, and Frosty. Yeah. So really quick. The the uh, the other hooded figure is it a black robe and hood? No, it appears to be like sort of this tattered dark green. Interesting. How many other people are in here? Um, you see that there are a few uh, elves here and there. You notice and you remember that the ones that stay the closest to Santa are usually the ones who are like. A little bit more trainee they haven't made it to the actual official workshop they stay here to sort of absorb the en- energy and essence i'm gonna duck around a corner like kind of away from the site of whoever mm-hmm. and cast unseen servant again okay and just go god removes the hood from the green persons the green robed person just pull it back. Okay. And then I'm going to step back into the room. You're going to pull the green hood down, revealing the head of another elven man. And by you, I mean the, you know, the, the hand. The, the, the ipso facto sort of you. Another, he has this green sort of laurel holly crown woven into his hair. And he kind of like looks up startled. And looks around. Again, he is a kind of elf that you have not seen around. As soon as the hood is back, I'm ending the spell. So the Unseen Servant is gone. Okay. Okay, I'll just think about that. And then I'm going to start towards the chamber. Spruce, are you coming? Yeah, dude, like, should I try and, like, look like that dude that Hallie took out? Like, do we need to find some clothes or something? No, so there won't be much deception for long. There's no point. As you begin heading towards the chamber, a female elf comes up with a clipboard and a pen. She seems to be, like, smacking gum kind of loudly. She has a peppermint smell about her. Her hair is pulled back into sort of this tight schoolmarm bun. She goes, half and half, Oberweiss. Half and half. I've got an appointment here for a half and half, and you see the gentleman fr- with that was previously wearing the hood stand up. I'm gonna just mutter, "It's oh, it's Overweiss, actually. It's German. Thank you." And then I'll, I'll push past her as though that's me. Okay, cool beans. With that, you proceed past her down the crystalline hallway. As you travel you notice that the light begins to flicker like firelight in a way that seems stronger than just sort of the soft light that you saw down the well. You step into a room that, while opulent, is also cozy. A Christmas tree stands eternally, having grown from the ground underneath this building. The ornaments that hang are not just the orbs that one would commonly see, You see Christmas memories dance across them any time the light flicks across. 
The star that is at the top is, in fact, the real North Star. Any time that the sun is in the sky, the North Star stays here. And sitting next to a roaring fire with a book in her lap is Mrs. Claus. 